Omis, welcome to the news of the week. I'm your host, Shark11, and today is, well, it's Friday here, 22nd of April, and this is the news of the week. Uh, the editorial this week was charting a course, so if everyone's seen the Governance Council vote passed, and the Governance Council will be um, steering the Dow in the correct direction. What we're probably going to see is a little bit of uh, refocus in the Dow onto more like the core product offering of what Olympus is meant to be doing, and then probably some uh, get some external help for um, some of the functions. Um, so we'll probably see uh, a much slimmer, streamlined, lean Dow, which is actually very bullish because um, it means we can be very focused on the brand and the message um, that the protocol is trying to um, refocus on and that's around sort of stability and as always being the decentralized reserve of Olympus. Well, that's our editorial <laughs> line. We don't have any sort of internal knowledge about these things. This is just us kind of observing and trying to get the mood uh, around the Omiverse, and that's what we've been picking up. So uh, the the real kind of Zeus has seen this all along, but of course the um, the place where we will be a reserve asset will be uh, for if everybody's seeing like Terra, Luna, like they need assets to back their stablecoin and then poured up some Bitcoin, but it's not it's not a great reserve asset, right? Because it's very volatile. I mean, Ohm has been volatile in the past, but there's um, things that are being put in place to um, get more stability. Uh, so um, and sort of uh, protocols like Fay would be interested in this vault fracks with the fpi and the fracks um uh, stable coin so those those are the types of, those are just examples right there's like heaps of things that need a very um sort of stable but unit of account that's not the sort of us dollar and like the um not sort of tied to inflation either so something that's completely independent of the us dollar and that and then a good thing that that could be is ohm of course um so if you haven't you can check out the new website so i encourage you to do have a look around you can see it's a sort of uh, refocus of the brand to be sort of more in inviting and not fixated on this sort of APY numbers that sort of brought a lot of leverage and moon boys into the system, which weren't really focused on <laughs> becoming the decentralized reserve currency, which is, of course, the mission. Uh, yep. So the number, the second thing that is important if we're to have confidence from these projects that want to use like ohm as backing is a lean and focused dow um and the ogc we'll be hearing ogc a lot so ogc is the olympus governance council and that's the um, governance council that passed on snapshot a clear roadmap so we already have that with olympus 12 if you haven't read it go check it out it's very good uh and a focus on stability and predictability and this is really going to come with the walls right so if they're implemented properly um then we're going to see 
uh, a lot more stability, hopefully, in the in the sort of price movements um, over time. And um, if it like you know if the market thinks it's underpriced, it can sort of go through the wall on the upside or the downside, um, and not expose those sort of treasury assets to sort of being sold not at the market price. Um, and that's very useful. And that's going to also the walls will remove a lot of leverage from the system, right? Because um, the previously it's uh, the ohm sort of price, the treasury has been there and it's got these uni swap pools uh, and sushi swap pools, and it's going to trade at every increment on the way down and on the way up. Um, but if there's sort of the walls that the protocol thinks that the price should be at this particular point in time, and then either side is broken through on the up or down side, then the treasury will wait until the market's worked out what should only be priced at. Um, which which means that it's like because it will only be thin liquidity, it'll be sort of the people who are lending against OM are going to have to think very carefully about sort of what rate they're willing to provide for OM, which should lead to like a reduction in these sort of leveraged products um, being used. And the less leverage in the system than the what would usually follow, and hopefully will with OM, is sort of predictability and more predictability and stability in price. Uh, so yes, expect to see sort of um, a bit more news come out around what the governance councils um, kind of focusing on the moment. Um, but I think like that a lean DAO, which is sort of um, sort of full time contributors who are very focused on the core mission, is very bullish for Olympus. Um, and I think this just is sort of a nice signpost for um, us to chart the sort of the next the next voyage that we're about to begin, a sort of bookend for the, our next chapter. Um, so on the grapevine around the Omiverse, we saw Fiat DAO launch this week. So Olympus owns one percent of FTT uh, from. Uh, the OIP72, which was that DAO swap we did with them back in January. So they've launched this week, and Fiat is this sort of soft um, peg stable coin. It's like kind of targets $1, but it can go up or down. Um, and it's, it's, um, mint, you mint uh, your principal positions for uh, sort of these. Uh, bond assets. So it's uh, the first ones they're accepting is element finance. So you sort of lock in your, uh, say your with with element, it's like your LUSD and you lock in your position. And I think the first ones are like for a week, but there's like longer term one as well. Um, and then uh, you're able to take that principal position and then mint a stable coin against it, against it at high leverage, um, which means that you can Reloop um, the uh, position in order to get higher yield, and that's what sort of these big institutions do with U.S. Treasuries. That might sort of be five percent, or not that now, but like one percent maybe. <laughs> um, and and then they have their treasury, and then they go to a bank and they say, "Hey, can I borrow against this U.S. Treasury bill?" And the bank's like, yes, my friend, you're a giant institution. We love you. It's as good as cash. It's a U.S. Treasury. So then they go back 
and then they say we'll give you 95 cents on the dollar borrowing at this low rate of 0.5 percent and then they go and they take the 95 cents and they buy more u.s treasuries and then reloop 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 all the way through until they've got sort of you know a nice 10 percent interest or whatever um so fiat dow is trying to do sort of bring leverage position on chains just because it's like capital efficient and sort of uh very useful in terms of allocation of capital uh and then if there is sort of they need to call your position because it drops below the like collateral value then they have these sort of auctions um which sell off the sort of underlying principal tokens because they're not liquid and then sort of it might be you know a dollar five cents in a week and you can pay a dollar for it right i mean obviously it's, if it's in a week it's going to be higher than that but it might be like six months or a year right you might say oh cool i'll pocket five percent and sort of pay out that debt position um very bullish on fiat dow uh congratulations to max and the team and then we have um vault protocol so stable shaman he jumped on <laughs> and told us about it a bit in the spaces uh earlier uh, but they're launching, so it's like the FPI, it's this inflation um, protected stable coin. So you aren't affected by inflation because the value increases in line with inflation of the token. Um, and that's launching on Friday. So you'll be able to mint it. You won't be able, there's no governance token or like liquidity mining or whatever yet, but you can like check it out and play around with it if you're into that thing. I think they said like middle of May for the Vault Protocol VCon uh, launch. And that's, um, Vault was sort of one of the first projects to join Olympus Incubator. So we're still finalizing sort of, um, the exact sort of mechanisms of how that's going to come on board but that should be announced in sort of the next week or two uh because they're sort of designing their system and how sort of it's going to work but olympus will probably like you know buy some uh trade some uh of their of our stable coins for some of this token and um and then we'll receive a percent of uh the vcon governance token so then we had show your love for the planet uh which is oip 88 this was this burning of the three carbon tons so the way that worked is we sent our clima um to the like kind of contract that deals with the kind of retiring the offsets so the carbon offsets in the treasury so um we sent um sort of the amount of cleaner which was like two or 1.7 percent of our holdings and then um it buys bcts off the market so in that cleaner for BT, bct market and then um it sends those to a burn address so no one can access them so they're gone so the carbon is burnt right so that takes it away and then there's this love letter thing where they're gonna write like a some <laughs> i don't really understand it it's like a marketing thing i think um to, for the like love letter to the planet um for the, the in the process of burning um you know people like that type of thing uh then we had the march treasury report it's pretty cool so the high levels was 77 million in um q1 sort of money coming in and that was from bonds so it's mostly bonds right 
um, which is sort of increasing the balance sheet, but it also is sort of um, decreasing the, oh, well, it, it means um, if they're sold at market value, then it's kind of neutral. If they're sold sort of below market backing, then it's kind of where not getting as much, um, it's sort of dilutive, of like a little bit. I think they were like LP bonds, though. So it's kind of like very de minimis. It's not, yeah, really even worth considering because it's like such a small dilution. But the, yeah, the gen and then the LP fees from trading fees. So um, that's what was coming in. So, like, obviously, if we trade above backing, that's the the most preferable situation, um, market backing that is, um, because it means the sort of balance sheet is growing, but also the like value of ohm um, that you can sell for on the secondary market is also um, growing. So uh, then we had 27 million worth of vested assets across four protocols. So that's, um, yeah, those are those kind of Vesta, I think, uh, Fiat Dow, some of that is vested. Um, and then we got like a few more as well in there. Uh, and then the treasury grew by 21 million, um, excluding the liquidity pairs. So that's a 6.5 increase to 345 million. Um, and then the Ohm Frax LP. Uh, was successfully migrated to Uniswap B3 and protocol own liquidity was deployed on Balancer and Uni V3, obviously, which we just said. Um, so yeah, you can check it out. It's like a nice sort of PDF, Google Doc takes you through everything. Um, and then we had Geom rewards on Phantom pools winding down, which is um, sort of the Proteus rewards on Phantom um, and I think there's like a couple, like, so like Phantom is the first. So they've got like uh, kind of more than half a mil of liquidity there. So they're pretty happy with that. And there's like four mil on Arbitrum, three, nearly four mil on Avalanche, like three mil uh, Geom liquidity on Ethereum, which is kind of like, well, you know, <laughs> we're not supplying it, but it's an interesting stat. And then like 1.5 kind of on Polygon. So Geom's out there, like Proteus has kind of achieved its objective. And I think we'll start seeing it sort of wind down across like quite a few of these as time goes on. Um, and then we had the cross-chain voting, which is live. So Arbitrum, Polygon, Phantom, Avalanche, and Optimism. If you have Geom over there, you can vote on the Snapshot page. And then additionally, you can also vote with your Geom in Tokamak, which is <laughs> kind of where most people have their Geom. I think there's like 40 or $50 million worth of Geom there. So that's with your T-Geom. Uh, then we have the new landing page. It's like a lot less clutter. There's the product up there. It's, it's like a news section. Um, it's sets a like very mature tone. There's not sort of this kind of, you know, highlighting the APY, which, you know, is kind of like, it's not what should be focused on, I think. Um, and then we had OIP 93, which is Mint and Sync. So Mint and Sync allows say we're in a Uniswap pool, so like Uniswap V2 and SushiSwap pools. So um, where you have like, you're providing liquidity across the entire range of prices. 
so the problem was like if you were an LP, like providing liquidity there with your own, like naked own, and like say die, um, then every time there was a rebase, um, the sort of in the bots would come along and they would like <laughs> trade like as soon as the block happens where the rebase happens they would trade in and take your rebase um the value of your rebase because it wouldn't happen inside the pool because your own wasn't staked so what this mechanism does is it's um, called mint and sync and then it mints the um the rebase directly into the LP pair so you don't have those bots as soon as the rebase happens. So you don't have those bots coming along and sort of extracting your value. You get the value of your rebase when you're providing liquidity. So what this means is that you can provide the liquidity and still get the value of your own in the pool um, from the rebases, which is great um, because it means that we can have a lot more like different types of LPs. So say your Fiat down, you've got a bunch of Ohm, but you want to provide it in an LP, but you're worried because you're not getting your rebases, then you can do that, right? So one of the most important things for Ohm to be successful is to have like massive liquidity. And this is a really important step on the way to getting that massive liquidity. Uh, then we had TAP12, which is pilot deposit on Tribe Turbo. So Tribe Turbo is kind of, because Fay, the stablecoin they have, is fully backed. So they don't want it like fractionally backed or whatever, but they want to scale it more. So what they're allowing um, DAOs to do is come and say here, um, deposit some of your like value into Fuse, and then we'll mint Fay against it and then lend it out to people. So I imagine it'll be for like 5% or whatever. Um, and they're at these low loan to value ratios. So like 20% loan to value. Uh, so, and then um, Fay sort of guarantee, guarantees that you won't kind of lose money on it, but then they take like a big cut of the uh, fees that are generated from lending it out to other people on like Fuse or whatever. And then um, they, then you get a cut as well. So it's kind of like parking your sort of unused governance tokens, or like for OML, like asset um, in their protocol for like some extra fees. It's pretty tame, like it's bullish for tribe, obviously, but and it's great for us. We get money from something that wasn't earning any money before. Um, but yeah, we, it's not sort of game changing for um, us in terms of the value, like the value we're going to generate from it. Um, but very cool to help out tribe as well. Um, and then we had Olympus documentation revamp. So this was just an update to the documents. You can have a look. They're like got more educative sort of pieces there. And there's a link to the Git book. Um, and then we had the Twitter thread of the week, which was um, Tim Biko from he's sort of the coordinator for Ethereum or cause devs. Um, which is sort of where all the Ethereum core developers get on like a call and it goes for like hours and hours. And then they like sort of, you see, they sort of decide things by consensus about how sort of the merge and improvements and EIPs should happen and sort of provide an update to everybody about the different things they're working on. It's very important part of like the framework for how Ethereum works. So if you haven't, they're very cool to have a read of. Uh, Omi of the week this week is DeVoice, who's sort of uh, very uh, into metrics and he's sort of um, 
is very involved with setting KPIs and to, for the DAO and ensuring that they're sort of followed up and met. Um, and he also has these quarterly performance reports um, and the Olympus impact factor, which is sort of this metric, which can see the health of the protocol. Um, yeah, very important part of the community. DeVoice, congratulations on being Omi of the week. Uh, meme of the week this week is, um, <laughs> it's this diagram from uh, the bearer chain guys. Um, and it's sort of this um, copy parser is sort of like where someone says something, they're like, can devs do something that I know over invested by a lot? Um, and they're just usually like people complaining about something, but then everyone will copy it and like repeat it because it's funny. I don't, I mean, it is funny, but like, I don't really get it. Um, so it's this diagram and it's like triggers copy pasta, increases meme power, which leads to increased awareness and up only and then that arrow leads to brings new users into the discord and then some of those users are fudders and then they create fud which triggers copy pasta which increases the meme power so it's this big circle anyway it's very funny um so bits of the week this week i think it's just yeah focusing um very much on the macro there's like uh sort of the quantitative timing from the uh, us reserve uh, Federal Reserve is um, trying to. Oh, sorry, my cat wants something. Um, trying, trying to sort of sell off its balance sheet, so it's built up all these kind of stocks and whatnot on its balance sheet, and it wants to start moving them off its balance sheet. So that caused a little bit of ructions in the market. Uh, next, I think next Monday or Tuesday, we'll release this episode we just recorded with Narch, who's uh, one of the contributors at Olympus, but he's heaps into macro, macro and we talk about like supply chains and sort of inflation and sort of the medium term and long term sort of how markets look. I think you'll really enjoy it. So, um, and that's all from me. Till next week, Omis. See ya.